Hey everyone, and welcome to Already Cancelled. I'm Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Star Trek, the original series, season 2, episode 14. It's called Wolf in the Fold. Full spoilers for the episode, as always. First thing I want to say about this is I watched this like 30 minutes after watching the, the newest Star Trek Discovery, and talk about whiplash, but you know, <laughs> jumping between the new the new show with the big budget CG effects and the the action and the excitement, and then jump to this and the opening scene is like Kirk, Scotty, and McCoy just sitting in this like belly dancing club and they're just kind of casually chatting for like five minutes. Like the scene goes on for a while, <laughs> and I'm just like, man, times have changed. And this, this is not a criticism of this this show specifically. It's just you know, times have changed. Like you know, yeah, you never get different. away with this now. Pacing is so different. Um, but yeah, so the plot of this one is that they're on this planet, they're, they're, they're on a, it's another sort of a shore leave type episode where they're, they're, they're t- taking some rest on this sort of luxury planet, and it's a planet known for its hospitality and not being violent and everything's kind of nice and paradise-like and everyone's friendly, and Scotty goes off with a belly dancer and then dun-dun-dun, she shows up dead and Scotty's standing there with a knife in his hand, but he can't remember what happened. So it becomes a murder investigation as to whether or not Scotty has murdered this belly dancer. And that's kind of where it goes. And there's maybe another murder or two. And then we, you know, evidence piles up, we investigate it. And that's the idea for the episode. I usually ask Connor what he thinks, but I actually want to start with what I, my, my thought process with this one. Okay. Because I think this is the first time in the history of Star Trek that for the first... 20 minutes, 25 minutes of the 50 minute episode, I was like this is going to be a shit one, this is shit, I was thinking it was shit the entire time, I was like this is stupid belly dancers, what? Nothing ever good came from a belly dancer on a TV show, never. And then they get back up to the ship and start investigating it more with the computer and then it became fantastic and I loved everything it was doing. So, I hate the first half, I love the second half, and that has never happened in this show before. Uh, I mean, I, I, I have to you know, spill the ending to give my opinion, but we do Jack the Ripper in Star Trek. How can I not love it? Yeah, that stuff's great. That's what I love. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. When, when they start explore, when they, when they get to the core, the, the idea is that Jack the Ripper was the way he was is because it's actually an entity that is immortal and feeds off fear, and that's what drove Jack the Ripper, it possessed whoever it was back in the day, and did the killings, and then it moved, and then when, you know, humans got space travel, and, you know, they started moving out into the galaxy, uh, it moved as well, going through yeah, the cosmos. And, and it has a, like, a hypnotic effect where it makes people around them forget that they saw him, Yeah, like, which forget is, what happened. Which is why Jack the Ripper never got caught. They basically retconned Jack the Ripper, that, that was basically what this episode did, and we hear about all these other, like, knife killings throughout you know the yeah, last yeah. 150 years uh, in yeah, different planets and, and Spock's like well I mean Chatterpa killed all these people in the in the most densely populated city on earth that, that, I mean and and no one saw anything and it's like well yeah, yeah uh, this this makes more sense and when they map out all these similar killings and all these like all these different aliases that the killers had like oh that's actually on one direction from earth to where we are now like everything's been between this line essentially yeah. and they're like and all this stuff, I was like, yeah. And then the, the spirit of Jack the Ripper, uh, that's what I'm going to call him, because, I mean, that's what we, that's the famous thing we know. He infects the computer and he starts messing with the ship to scare people. And then we have the wacky kind of tactic here where McCoy drugs everyone on the ship to be happy. 
so they can't feel fear because that's what he feeds on. So we have like everyone being just kind of drunk and high, kind of acting. It's kind of amazing. And it's it's, it's weird. You you get the guy at the teleporter like controls just kind of like. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to it, Spock. Yeah, I'll I mean, get I mean, to it eventually. That cracked me up. He's, he's there, like, Kirk's like, you know, uh, widest beam, blast him out into space. You know, just disperse <laughs> him. And the guy starts pressing the buttons, and, and then Kirk looks over and goes, Spock, you do it. And Spock <laughs> literally just comes over and shoves him. I'm like, wow, man, come on. A bit uncalled for. And then and then he addressed it. Yeah, and, it's, and before as well, like, at one point he goes back, because he's, he's possessing, like, the... Uh, the, 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 like, the I don't know what his position was. He was the one sort of leading the investigation on the planet. Yeah. And, like, it goes back into him at one point, and he grabs, like, a, a, one of the female officers uh, as a as a shield. Like, yeah, I have to come closer, I'll, I'll kill her. But she's actually drugged up at this point, so she's just kind of smiling, and then when she gets pulled away, she's just kind of laughing. Like, her and McCoy are just laughing about it. And even the way when McCoy pulls her away, he comes up and goes, hey, you could hurt someone with that thing, you know? Just all happy and smiley. The second half of this episode was full of fantastic and wonderfully dumb ideas. It was great. The first half of it, when it was on the planet, and it was, oh, did, did Scotty kill this person? Oh, let's get the mystic person in to contact the dead. That stuff I hated. That stuff was just yeah, silly yeah, shit. Yeah, but it was it was worth it. As a, as a concept, it was worth getting through that for the second half. I, I, think, I think, honestly, it's the setting, it's the way they go about the investigation in the first half that's really uninteresting. Because I feel like... If you did this, like I like the idea that okay, you you, you think one of the the crews a killer or or yeah. potentially a killer based on what happens, uh, but I, I think just the situation, the the the, the five to ten minutes scene at the start where they're just sitting talking about this planet and the and the belly dancer club, mm. and th- then like all all this debating with the the guy and about you know oh well, we've got all this evidence we have but what about this like there was a lot of jumping through hoops. But once, you know, the, the head honcho came in, like, okay, let's move this up to the ship. We've got computers that, you know, basically lie detectors. And yeah. let's go it's, up it's, there. It's, it's essentially a, a very elaborate polygraph test. It is, yeah. But because I, I think that the first time the mystery got interesting to me is when the computer said, no, there's no traces of amnesia. Scotty's not got amnesia. That's not, that's not what's happening here. But he's telling the truth. He does not remember these yeah, things. Yeah, and it's like, okay, well, that seems like a contradiction. Yeah, it, it does, but then obviously they keep digging. Now, admittedly, I'm not going to suggest that they have to take a couple of leaps logically to get to their conclusions. Now, obviously, they hear the names, and they, they, they test through these names. Okay, what are these names? What are these words? What do they mean? And it's like, oh, well, the only connection is the, the, the different killers, and then, then it gets to Jack the Ripper, which everyone's heard of, because he's Jack the Ripper. Uh, nice, nice to know that in, uh, you know, 2150 or whatever this is, <laughs> Jack the Ripper's still... Uh, hey, they still got Shakespeare, they're still going to have Jack the Ripper. Pretty, pretty not. Uh, yeah. It says something to me that Jack the Ripper's much more interesting to me than Shakespeare. I, I, don't I just want to, don't agree with that. I don't want anyone, anyone to be killed, obviously, but Jack the Ripper's just a much more interesting figure to talk about than Shakespeare is to me. But it's, what do you want? I'm a, I'm a horror guy, and that, that's that's more up my up my alley. I mean, there's plenty of horror sequences in, in some of Shakespeare's works. Yeah, but... It, it, they, they keep opening their mouths and talking bollocks, and it <laughs> it takes me out of it. <laughs> That's fair. I can't argue with that. You had an entire I, I enjoy de- it, but I can't argue. You had an entire debate with me on the comics podcast about how Bendis' characters all sound the same. Well, I've got another example for you, uh, Mr. Connor, with uh, William Shakespeare. That's only because you can't decipher the language. They don't sound the same if you if you you know get into it. 
It all sounds the same. They may, they may as well speak in French. I don't... I don't whatever. You need you need subtitles, fellows. Is what I you do. Need. I, I need subtitles, uh, and and not like not just a subtitle of what they're saying. I, I need translate. I need modern English, please. Yeah, yeah. That, that'd been lovely. Uh, how did this turn to Shakespeare uh, bashing? Probably, probably my fault that probably it turned into Shakespeare fault. at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so no, uh, no. But once we got to Jack the Ripper and it got to all this stuff and like, oh, we have to stay happy because of the fear is what what, what drives it. Um, you know, uh, I mean, they deal with them quite quickly. They basically knock them out and just put them in the teleporter and then just blast them out into space. Yeah, but the episode's not really about that. It's about, you know, it's the investigation. It's the mystery, isn't it? As, as, and once to get up to the ship and once to start, like, like they're, they're theorizing all these things, but it's the moment the computer says, you know, other alias, Jack the Ripper, it's like, oh, oh, okay, yeah. what are we doing here? And then from that point on, and all, all the theorizing of, you know, how he got away with it and how it, you know, it kept happening throughout space. I was like, okay, right. I like, I like the insanity of this concept. It's just the, uh, the, the, the build to get there was just. It just. I think the first half is just a very typical dull Star Trek episode. I agree. It's not like offensively bad. Oh no, it's not. No. It's it's watchable. It's just kind of boring. Yeah. But if if you cut that down by like you know ten minutes, and I think part of the reason why the first half's boring because a lot of it's you know oh is is this Scotty did he do it? I mean no he didn't. Of course he didn't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, I think it would have been more interesting if it hadn't been Scotty. If it had been just a a random, know, a, a crew random member. yeah, because yeah. it because it could have been them. It could, it could turn out the other. Killer. Yeah, but, I, but I'm sure Kirk would still have defended them because it's his crew crew member. So you know, it would have the episode would have played the same. You wouldn't have had you know Scotty's great acting stuff in the, you know up in the interrogation room. Yeah, no, he, he does a good job in this actually. Yeah, um, I never knew he was from Aberdeen. I, he, he mentions that a few times in this one. Yeah, makes sense. Because Kirk and McCoy are like, no, no, on this planet, you, you flash the the lights in your, your table to clap. <laughs> yeah. He's just he's buying the table like a, a, a loud, drunken barbarian. Yes, a classic Scotsman, as you might say. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm never buying the table to cheer for but, someone, but, but for the record. You, you, you also don't get drunk, so you're not a very good Scotsman. Kind of a poor excuse of one. <laughs> okay. I'm fine with that. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, it's funny, actually. We don't actually see Sulu for most of the episode until he's, he's getting drugs. So he, it's Cook's on the, on, the, on the bridge and he's like, he gives him an order. He's like, yeah, Captain. Hey, I want... And he's, he's over to whoever's on the other side. It's not Chekhov, but someone else is in Chekhov's seat. And he's like, hey, I wonder what we're not supposed to be scared of. And he's just, just sort of swaying in his chair. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty great. Yeah, it's just good. And Small moment though, because they didn't need to have Sulu there at all. It's just like, well, let's just have some fun with it. Uh, I think um, it's almost a shame that Chekhov and Uhura are missing because I, I kind of wanted to see them beyond the uh, the happy, yeah. the happy chemicals. Obviously, the best on the happy chemicals is is McCoy because obviously he's always so grumpy. Mm. So it's it's great to see him near the, the polar opposite. He also refuses to take it at first. He's like, hey, "Yeah, you take one for yourself, McCoy." He's like. Uh, no, I think I'll stay clear, Jim. They're like, no, that's an order. And he's like, well, it's like, damn it. <laughs> Got to be happy. Not, not for this. Yeah, he does not want to be happy, does he? Uh, I like at the end, though, like, they're still kind of out of it. And Kirk's like, oh, how long How long will this take before it wears off? He's like, ah, oh, five or six hours, give or take. He's like, he's like I gave them all a pretty big shot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, he's, and Kirk's just like, well, I... 
you know, we'll have the happiest ship in the, the universe for about five or six hours. We'll get no work done, but <laughs> for five or six <laughs> hours, everyone's happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, back half of this episode is really good and really fun, which kind of, kind of makes it worth it. It, it. No, it does. I think overall, you may have a net gain. It's just... Uh, it, I, that's why I, I wanted to open by saying it. it's just so weird that I, I was so yeah. down in this episode. Like, Because normally... In the first five minutes, I can kind of tell if I'm going to hate the episode, and I'm always, almost always right. Like, this yeah. is the only time where it's, it's ever spun me around and went, no, you're actually going to like the way this goes. I think this is one of those where, you know, if you put it into modern pacings, cut it down to, you know, the modern 40 minutes, you'd just cut out a lot of that opening chunk. Yeah, you would. You'd, you'd speed through and that a bit more, you'd, yeah. You'd get, you'd get, that'd come down to like, you know, you'd only get like 10 minutes of that opening section, and that would fix the whole episode. It would, yeah. No, I I agree with that. Um, yeah, and obviously, obviously, Star Trek with its um, its you know looking at issues and being forward thinking and morals. Obviously, here we have Kirk demanding that Scotty get a fair shake and a fair trial, and he's not just assumed guilty, and he's making sure that they actually investigate yeah, it properly. It's all about the justice system, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's all about justice. Uh, nothing super deep, but it's, it's there, and it's it's kind of a weird mishmash of an episode in that sense. I mean, not only just in quality, because I'm talking about how I don't like this first half and like the second half mm-hmm. which is in the sense that oh it's kind of like murder mystery and it comes oh it's about the justice system and then it's oh no it's about jack the ripper and it's a serious like entity that's going to kill us all and then it becomes this goofy comedy where everyone's kind of like loopy and saying weird things like it's a really weird mis- mishmash of an episode with all the different set of tones and feelings that it does and to be fair in the second half they all work it's just the first half where it's kind of like this is the this is the the boring tone part of the episode it is it is and it's a shame but overall, I'd come out and say, no, I enjoyed this on the whole. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I I agree. Um, oh, I, mean, I maybe could have taken without the uh, the theorising that Scotty's a killer now because he hit his head really hard. <laughs> <laughs> and they even theorise that, oh, technically the, the little explosion that, that caused that accident came from a female officer, so maybe he resents women now. And I'm like, this is a bit of a stretch, guys. Come on. Like, yeah, yeah, it is a bit of a stretch. They're basically trying to do Mind Hunter in Star Trek, you know, before the FBI even started doing that stuff, and it just it's not working. They're just... Star Trek's always been ahead of the game. This time, they just, <laughs> you know, the idea was in the right place. Just, just miss the mark a little. It's funny actually, because because we watched Mind Hunter, and we won't spoil Mind Hunter, but Mind Hunter set in the in the seventies, a Netflix show about how like the first people in the FBI who kind of start to profile the killers and try to understand psychopaths and people who commit, you know, uh, you know, multiple murders, mass murders, serial killers, that kind of thing. And it's one of the funny things is I never really realised before I watched that show that the term serial killer wasn't invented until the 70s. And it's one of these things where in this episode I was actually thinking about that and going, oh yeah, they're not calling Jack the Ripper a serial killer because that, that phrase didn't exist It doesn't yet. exist, yeah. But I, I would always call him a serial killer because that's of what course, he is. But yeah. to them they're just like, yo, is this someone who committed a string of murders? Yeah, but in a sense, it means Star Trek's wrong in this case because, I mean, they should have had that term for centuries by this point. Look, in in <laughs> Star Trek universe, that that never happened. They never got to serial killer. That, that, that didn't happen in the seventies. I actually, I also like the the subtle implication that the entity had to move away from Earth with the with you know space travel because Earth became. Uh, a better place, and it was harder to be corrupting and make. Yeah, there was the, the 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 hope of you know, okay, there's there's more out there beyond us. You know, we can make make the universe a better place, and it's like, so it had to had to find somewhere that that, that could be scared a bit more. 
Yeah, arguably, I mean, you could contradict that and say, because they, they bring up the point that this planet is a good target because it's everyone's so unassuming. Yeah, yeah, but I think here they make the point of, you know, like, they don't even really have lawmen. They, they hire in lawmen from other ah, sure. planets, whereas Earth, you imagine they still had that stuff going on. I mean, they've got Starfleet, you know, they've got, yeah, you know, they, they've got all that. There's still a system, there's still crime that happens, but yeah. Yeah. Even a utopia, a utopia has a, has the occasional uh, exactly. incident. Exactly. So. Except this one, apparently, until you get Jack the Ripper. Until Jack the Ripper shows up to to stab people. Um, all right, well, there you go. That, that 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 was an interesting concoction of an episode, but one that ultimately ended up being okay. So, and what's funny is last episode, really, oh, we've had two pretty decent ones in a row. We're we're due a bad one, and this started. I'm like, here it is. Here's the bad one. But then by the end, I'm like, no, that wasn't bad. Like, yeah, so, yeah, this, 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 this avoided it again somehow. So we have a. Now th- we're really due something. We've got a three-episode streak. We are bound to get a stinker soon. Yeah. However, well, I mean, next episode we're not. Yeah, next. That's what I was going to say. Next episode is the Tribbles. So uh, we got at least one more good one before we get to that stinker. Um, yeah, can you imagine that four in a row? I don't know. Uh, so yeah, so we'll be back next time with uh, the trouble with troubles, if I recall the title correctly. And uh, let us know what you think of this one in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Um, it is worth mentioning there is an audio feed for these Star Trek reviews, should you wish to get them that way. And uh, if you just search Mailfuzz TV on your iTunes or your podcasting app and whatnot, you can you can find it that way. Um, but yeah, so you can you go find them in that sense. Uh, also remember, we're doing Star Trek Discovery. We actually just, uh, by the time this goes up publicly, we, we did the mid-season finale. Uh, so that's all up, ready to, ready to uh, yeah. sort we'll, of we'll, we'll be back with the rest of that in January. Yeah, that comes back January 7th, so our reviews will be going out as well, kind of as it's released um, yeah. at the time. So uh, yeah, so check out that stuff. And yeah, we will see you next time. And uh, we shouldn't miss any weeks with Star Trek. With this Star Trek, uh, even though we have a very busy period, because we we are planning on getting a few done in advance, uh, but just a knee-off chance that we do end up missing a week. Don't worry too much. It's just because it's a busy schedule. But we should be we should be fine for at least the next couple of weeks. So that is us. Thank you very much once again for watching. Keep watching TV, guys. We'll see you next time.